time for another Dirty Brief with Alex Hooper. Yes, it is, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Briefs. And I am happy to do this episode because it embraces fear. So often we have to step out of our comfort zones to be able to grow, to experience progression in our lives. We have to do things that are going to make us go, oh, I don't want to do that. What if something terrible happens? And sometimes it does. And we need to be ready for all those things. But it's just like a cold shower in the morning. It's not going to hurt you, but it will make you very uncomfortable for whatever length of time you let that freezing cold water drip all over your body. It's good for your hair, though. I'll tell you that much. So don't be afraid to do it. Whatever you're afraid of in this life, there are positives, there are negatives. But I promise you, if you go for it, you will be a better person. Hopefully. I mean, don't kill anybody. You know, don't do something illegal that hurts someone else. But take a chance. Step out of that zone. And I'm going to read you a blog post today about the third time that I went highlining. Which, if you don't know what highlining is... Slacklining is walking on basically a bouncy tightrope. If you follow me on social media, you've probably seen me doing that before. Highlining is doing it at a height that is very scary and very dangerous. At this point, uh, I've tried to do it three times, uh, about 100 feet off the ground, and wow, never been more scared of anything in my life. But I knew if I did it, amazing things would happen. So I'm going to read you this blog post entitled... One small step. Here we go. Dissolve into a canyon in Malibu. Breathe. I repeat this simple motion, harnessing my power to control the inevitable shaking that is rippling throughout my body. I look down. Fuck. Shouldn't have done that. My brain is sounding the alarm to retreat. You don't have to do this, Alex. There's absolutely no good reason for you to be out here. Hmm. Solid point. Score one for the rational mind. I let go of the rope above me. For a perfectly clear moment, I relax into the one-inch piece of webbing beneath me. It sinks and sways as I attempt to flow instead of combating its natural movement. Against all odds and my better judgment, I take a step. The line moves more than I expected to, but I managed to finagle my left foot ahead of my right. Hold it. Breathe. I'm doing it. Holy fucking shit. I'm highlining. Oops. That one moment of arrogance was all it took. My torso shifted. My knees buckled. Without any time to think, I nosedive off the slack line. Careening to my death. 100 feet below. I know I did my best. All I can do now is wait to paint the rocks with my face. It's been a good run. Tell my pugs I love them. Like a lightning bolt ripping through an ebony sky, the first flash courses through me. I'm nine years old, floating down a lazy river at Water Country, USA. My family is having the time of their lives, raw-dogging their way down water slides with unlimited joy. 
Not me. I'm scream crying to get attention. Older kids and their friends snicker at this scabbed up piece of hamburger meat as he desperately tries to fill the pool with his own unhappiness. My family couldn't be more advanced. Embarrassed. I wish I knew how to have fun. Star wipe. I'm in sixth grade and in a moment of delirium, I mistakenly call my English teacher mom. The room erupts in laughter. I attempt to imitate my penis by crawling back inside of myself to hide from this ridicule. They will never let me live this down. Fade to white. My childhood bedroom. I'm 15 and have gotten flabbergastingly stoned with my friend and two other hard-knock teenagers we met earlier that day. I've snorted the first and only line of Ritalin I'll ever do in my life. The substances are having an all-out grudge match within my body, and I don't know which direction to root for. My friend Bruce looks at me as I suck on a bottle of Cheese Whiz. He spits laughter as I drain the chemical orange goop into my mouth. Dude. Be careful, there's acid in that. How much did you eat? The can is almost empty. I've never taken a psychedelic. I've heard the stories of the Charles Manson-looking motherfucker that ate too much LSD and started tearing off his own skin in an attempt to peel himself like an orange. He never came back. And now, neither would I. All three degenerates continue cracking up as I run to the bathroom. Sobbing and mortified, I wait to die. 20 minutes later, they informed me it was all a joke. I'm never eating Cheese Whiz again. Crossfade to an overpriced hotel, Ocean City, Maryland. It's senior week, and I finally had enough liquid courage to tell my best friend my true feelings. She is my prom date, my everything, and I know my love is reciprocal. We'll kiss long and deep as if we are stuck in the final scene of a teenage romance movie. For the next week, our friends will celebrate our inevitable immersion. We'll hold hands, share ice cream cones, and get sand in our nastiest areas. We will explore our awkward teenage bodies as the waves crash overhead. What could be more perfect? I head to a room with all the confidence I can muster. When I walk in, I'm greeted with a pornographic nightmare. There is another man, one she met earlier that day, Fucking her, fracking her oil as if it's the last energy source on earth. I saunter back to my room, look out over the ocean from the balcony, and slam my fist into the wall until my knuckles drip red. This is going to be a long six days. Hard cut back to Malibu. The rope attached to my harness tightens and stretches until I'm dangling ten stories up, secured only by a metallic ring on the slack line. The entire fall lasted half of a second, just enough time to regale a few of my most embarrassing moments. An exasperated, uncontrollable laugh escapes my mouth as I realize I'm not only still breathing, I'm fucking alive. Voiceover as the camera zooms out of the canyon. If you died today, what would flash before your eyes? What are you holding on to? Why do moments of pain stand the test of time, yet happiness can feel so fleeting? Rack focus back to me. It's time to let go, to embrace jubilation, to allow the best moments to squash the negative emotions into total oblivion. I know how to do that. Letting go of that line was exactly what I needed. While I only took one step, it would be one of the most important movements I ever make. One small small step for man, 
one giant step toward creating a more fruitful life. I'm not only relieved, I'm motivated. The view is gorgeous. Mountains, oceans, and valleys for 20 miles. Take it in. Relish in the rush of every cell pulsating, attempting to explain to my brain that I am fact still on earth, still in living human form. Gathering my strength, I climb the leash to clip my overhang back onto the slack line. As I pull myself back toward the cliff, I'm ready. Only this time, fear will not be part of the equation. Whenever my final breath is emitted, love will envelop me in its warm embrace, letting me know I did my best. I'll see my wife and my children dancing in a field to our favorite music. I'll stand on stage as a sold-out theater gives me a standing ovation. My friends and family filling the first few rows beaming with pride. Isn't that what life is all about? Back on the cliff, I look out over the ravine. Time to take another step. Fade to black. I haven't crossed a high line yet. But I will one day. Been dealing with a lot of other stuff, but there is something that calls me about that activity. Two of the greatest fears on earth, public speaking and heights. And I have tackled both of those. What can't I do? What am I holding myself back from? Why am I so afraid sometimes to take that step? Knowing that every time I do, my life gets better. Is there a step that you're avoiding? Is there something that you should be doing, but the fear is gripping you and just telling you, don't do it, man? Or woman. What is that fear? Why is it in there? Was it instilled in you through a traumatic event? Is it because you're afraid of success? Is it because you're afraid of what other people will think? Well, don't. Because you are a goddamn fucking rock star. I believe in you every step of the way. Every small step of the way. Because before you can cross a high line, you got to look at a high line. And you need to believe that you can do it. And you're not going to do it the first time. You're not going to do it the second or the third time. But one of these days, you will amaze yourself and everyone around you. When you complete a task that you previously thought was impossible. Go fucking do it. Also, follow me on social media at Hooper Hairpuff. And of course, on Bands in Town, if you so you never miss a show that I do in your city. And of course, HooperComedy.com for all of my tour dates. Yay! Gosh, I love doing dirty briefs. I love telling these stories to you. And I especially love you. Consensually. Of course. I wouldn't love you if it wasn't okay. I'll see you next week.